Hi, it's Mark from Remarkable Speaking. I'm here with Bernie Pollock, Pollock Automotive in Vancouver, BC, Canada. And of course, they're 24-time winners of Best Auto Repair in Vancouver is voted by their customers. And we're talking cars. How are you doing, Bernie? Doing very well. So today's victim is a 2014 Mazda CX-9. It's a kind of a rare car, I think, in a way. Power window repair. What was going on with this Mazda? Yeah, the driver's power window was doing some weird stuff. We do work on a number of these that are not super common. They're a really nice vehicle, for sure. It's kind of like a SUV station wagon. When you look at the picture of the vehicle, it does really look kind of like a station wagon that's just a little expanded. It's a good-looking station wagon, since a lot of them never used to be. Anyways. <laughs> what did you find? Yeah, so the customer's concern was when you put the driver's window down, and then go back up. It wouldn't move up properly. Sometimes you get it up, but it would go brrr. You could hear this like loud noise coming from the window. So that's basically why the vehicle came in. So how do you go about determining what's causing that? Well, with power window issues, of course, there's a number of things that can cause problems. But the first thing we're able to eliminate is it's not a switch or a main electrical problem. Like the switch is working, the power is getting to the motor. There's just a mechanical problem going on in the windows. So the next step is to basically remove the door panel and determine which component is broken. And the way windows work, there's really going to be one of a couple of items. Normally how it works is there's a power window motor. If you don't have power windows, if you have a hand crank, then you're the motor. But uh, what that motor does is it drives a mechanism. It's called a window regulator. And there's a couple of different designs. One of them, you know, sort of the old traditional style that was used for many years. It's not common anymore. It's a big metal arm that pivots and the motor, there's a little tiny gear in the motor, which runs along a big gear on the arm. This one uses the more modern design, this Mazda, which is basically, how, how do I best describe it? It uses a bunch of little wire cables, kind of like you find like bicycle cables, but more robust, wrapped around pulleys, plastic pulleys. And it rotates and that moves the window and a track moves the window up and down. So that's kind of the more modern design. Those do fail, you know, fairly frequently or motors will fail. So anyways, it was a matter of pulling things apart and looking at it, determining what it was. So that was the next step in the process. Do we have some pictures? Yep, we do. So there is the vehicle. Again, that station wagon look. I think these are actually, you know, this 2014 design is actually a little more squishy which is why you say it looks like a station wagon because the earlier models of these actually look more like suvs are a little taller anyways that's the vehicle i'll just cut right to the chase the power window motor turned out to be the problem and not the regulator and uh, how i determined that is basically pulled the motor off the regulator and then i was actually able to manually pull the motor up and down i was watching the operation of the regulator i could see there was no strip gear in the regulator you can see this white gear here i'll talk about that in a sec but just pulling the window up and down i could see everything moved smoothly the cable seemed to all be in good order so that kind of de determined that part was good the motor I actually hooked up to power and I was able to operate the motor. And as soon as I went to operate it, I could hear it do its strange little noises, the brr noises as I described them. And so there's basically a gear or something that's broken inside this. I mean, everything looks fine externally, but I was able to, you know, with my hand, grab this piece, move it back and forth. And you could feel it actually, there was extra excess play in it. Whereas on the new motor, there was no play whatsoever. This is a complete sealed unit. This is the kind of backside here. As you can see, it's all a sealed plastic unit. But if I was to break it open, I'd probably find that what we would find here, this is the electric motor here. There'll be like a, is it a worm gear? On a shaft, driving, I believe, a gear here, driving another gear here. That's what it looks like. So somewhere along the line here, there's a gear with some stripped teeth. And that's what was basically causing the issue. So 
you know, not repairable, like the olden days where you could actually buy rebuilt motors. These are basically, you replace them when they wear out. So that's the picture show. So you mentioned there's a couple of things, which of the two parts, the cables or the motor, which fails more frequently? You know, it's kind of a 50-50 thing. And I'm just talking about cars in general, that the regulators fail versus the motors. It's sort of half and half. That, that's kind of what we find. And when I was thinking about just started to talk initially, I realized, you know, I almost could have diagnosed it as being a motor issue and not a cable issue. Of course, you have to see it to test it. But, you know, when I think about it, usually when those cables and those regulators fail, a lot of times the motor will go up, the window will kind of bind in a halfway position, not sort of making it sound like a broken gear, but it could have been that the gear was broken in the regulator and not in the motor. But fortunately, it was pretty simple to diagnose and simple to repair as well. These vehicles have an inner door panel. This is a design that a lot of vehicles have nowadays, where it used to be that you'd pull the outer door panel off and everything would be kind of visible through holes in the sheet metal. Well, nowadays, what they do is they put this panel bolts on to the sheet metal and all the window mechanisms are on the inside. So getting the regulator out is a lot more work than it is to change the motor. So the motor was actually bolted off the outside. So it actually made for, fortunately for the customer, it actually made for a simpler job than it, than it would have been if it was a regulator. So after you replaced the motor, all was well? Yeah, worked perfectly. Put all back together and uh, worked like new. Probably good for another eight years or more. And how are Mazda CX-9s for reliability? I think they're quite good vehicles. They're not the most common, but we work out a few of them and they generally are pretty good. I think the earlier models, you know, they had a few problems. We've done a couple of podcasts on some things. If you look at our archives, you can probably see some history, but they've got their issues, but generally they're pretty good vehicles. I like them. They're nice driving vehicles, generally well-priced compared to their competitors. It's a, v a V6. It's a V6. Yeah. I don't believe they come in a four-cylinder. They have different trim levels you know and the fanciest trim level is pretty nice it's a well-built well put together vehicles i like mazdas overall i think they're good they're less expensive than toyotas and not quite as well built but innovative in their own way and they're good vehicles overall pretty reliable probably a few more repairs in toyotas over the long haul of a 20-year span but there you go there you go. If you're looking for service for your Mazda in Vancouver, BC, Canada, the guys to see are Pollock Automotive. You can reach them on their website, pollockautomotive.com to book, or you can call and book 604-327-7112. They're busy. You got to book ahead. And thank you so much for watching and listening. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Bernie. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for watching.